down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. To the coast, we get together, have a few laughs. you? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? Anybody move, I'll blow your fucking head off. And the medic gets out and says, Oh my god. I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Rolling this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Ah. Uh. Ah, uh, Colonel Troutman, you are mistaken. Nothing is over. Nothing! Nothing is over! Anyway, what is going on, guys? It is Saturday night. And uh, Anthony's running a little bit behind, but uh, I decided to go ahead and go on. I figured I'd go ahead and start, talk a little bit about the uh, actors, maybe a little bit about uh, some of the trivia, and we can get into a few things about the movie, but uh, mostly I'll get into some of the actors. Um, obviously, I am Boxman. How is everyone doing tonight? Hope you guys are doing good this Saturday. But, uh, yeah, uh, this being Halloween time, which I uh, completely forgot about, I was going to uh, recommend to Anthony we did either Young Guns or I was going to force him to watch uh, probably the whitest movie uh, in the world, Urban Cowboy. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't. I was reminded, hey, dude, it's fucking Halloween time. Uh, they wanted to be, they wanted to do The Shining and Don't Kill Me, but I am not, I'm not the biggest fan of The Shining, number one. Number two, it's a two and a two hour and 26 minute movie. The last time we did a two and a half hour movie, it was a four hour show. I'm just not up for it. But we did decide we will go ahead and do 
Scary Movie. Uh, decided we would do the original, the first one, obviously, from the year 2000. Uh, some of the stars of that movie, let me go ahead and slide this over to this monitor here. Some of the uh, main stars in the movie, Carmen Electra is top build on IMDb. She's really only in the movie for maybe five minutes. Uh, Dave Sheridan is in this movie. He plays Doofy. Um, let's see, who's some of the other? Uh, Karen Kruper plays uh, Drew's mom, who is Carmen Electra. Anna Ferris is in this movie, obviously. She's uh, Cindy Campbell. Uh, John Abrams. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Abrahams as Bobby Prinz. Uh, Rick. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, Regina Hall is Brenda Meeks. Marlon Wayans is uh, Shorty Meeks. Shannon Elizabeth as Buffy Gilmore. Um, Lloyd Berry is in this movie. Sherry O'Terry. Uh, Lachlan Monroe. Uh, I'm going to get back to him in just a minute. Uh, Sean Wayans is in this movie. Jesus Christ. Kurt Fuller is in this movie. Uh, everybody is in this goddamn movie. This is really a, a full movie. Um, I mean, Keenan Ivory Wayans plays a small part in this movie when they're in the movie theater. But uh, it's just one of those movies, obviously a parody. Uh, Weeble brings up in the chat, this was a very successful parody uh, movie. Budget of $19 million, box office did $278 million. This movie was huge. Um, lots of quotes in this movie, tons of connections and references to other movies. Uh, let's see, Candid Camera is mentioned, Psycho, uh, there's a little part where Bobby does a little Psycho, uh, I'll get into that during the end, The Exorcist is mentioned in this movie, you see a little shades of grease in this movie, Beetlejuice, I'll mention that part later, uh, Cops, Shorty, played by, uh, one of the Wayans brothers, uh, he says he was on Cops once, Baywatch is in there, In Living Color. You even get a Candyman reference, which one of the another movie we thought about doing. Uh, the Fugitive, Schindler's List, Schindler's List Kazam, uh, Scream, Boogie Nights. Uh, even the Wayans Brothers gets a mention at the end of this damn movie. But, yeah, and, and they played a ton of... Uh, you know, the, the, they did the What's Up commercials from Budweiser. You know, the What's Up. So, uh, Marlon. Marlon Wayans was shorty. I'm sorry. Look, I'll get the Wayans brothers all situated as the movie goes after another beer or two. But thank you, Smart. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I, one of the characters I did want to get back to, though, was um, Lachlan Monroe. Sort of an underrated guy. Uh, he's Greg Felipe in this movie. Now, if you look at the names of some of the main characters in this movie, um, you know, Lachlan, Lachlan Monroe plays Greg Felipe, obviously. Ryan Felipe was in um, Cruel Intentions. Got a feeling that might be a little little tie right there. There was a girl named Heather in this movie who was based off of the girl in the movie Heather's. Uh, Buffy Gilmore 
played by Shannon Elizabeth, Buffy, obviously. These are based off of the Scream movies, and uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar did play in those movies, so she was also Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Put it all together, and there you go. Um, now, John Abrams plays Bobby Prinz. I'm just assuming that's a, you know, Freddie Prinz Jr. reference. Just, you know, dick dish it on him a little bit. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? But yeah, tons of those. They play those. This movie has so many famous quotes uh, that I can... <clears throat> ah, also... Uh, Ryan Felipe was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Now, real quick, I'll go ahead and say his new show, Shooter, is really good. It comes on right after SmackDown. Uh, damn, damn good fucking show. But uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go from there. And uh, Lachlan Monroe, though, that's exactly who I wanted to talk about because... Like I said, he's sort of an underrated actor, in my opinion. He's been in uh, Night at the Roxbury. Uh, he was in White Chicks. He was in Freddy vs. Jason. He was in... Let's see. Let's roll down here. First movie I saw him in was... Um, I believe it was called Dead Man on Campus was the first movie I saw him in. Now, I got to tell you what, this guy has a ton of acting back from 1989 on on this. I mean, he was in a bunch of 21 Jump Streets, the original TV series. Um, let's see, he was in A Nightmare Cafe. He was in Unforgiven in the movie. Uh, Jesus, Stranger in the Mirror, TV movie. Did an episode of Blossom. Played a guy named Meat. Jesus Christ. Uh, Cobra, the TV series. But the first movie... My God, this guy has... He was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, a TV show. One of those episodes. Uh, here's where I first saw him. Uh, 1998, Dead Man on Campus... Uh, then I didn't see him again until A Night at the Roxbury. He played Craig, the personal trainer at the gym that, um, Will Ferrell and, uh, Chris Kattan went to. Um, but I'll tell you, since 2000, this guy has been in a shitload of stuff. Um, I mean, up till, I mean, he's had five or six credits a year. My God, 10, 10, 11 credits a year up to now. I mean, there's stuff going right now. He's got 218 credits to his name. That's just actor. I mean, I didn't even look through anything else to see if he's done producing or... Yeah, let's see here real quick. Um, he's got two soundtrack credits and a producer credit, so... Extinction Predator X was a producer, and he's done a couple soundtracks. Really? Who knew? So, but yeah, he's sort of an underrated guy, in my opinion. Now, obviously, the main characters in this movie is uh, Marlon Wayans as Shorty. Um, Sean Wayans is in this movie. Um, his character name in this movie... 
<clears throat> is uh, Jesus Christ. I completely lost it here. This is where Anthony would come in. He plays Ray. Ray is, uh, we're not sure what Ray is, if he's gay, straight, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But uh, there's that. So I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and start getting into the movie a little bit. Like I said, the movie starts off, uh, this is obviously a parody movie of the main two movies that it parodies um, is Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer. Obviously, there's some other, you know, things sprinkled in this movie to give it more, you know, just a, a ton of shit. I mean, even James Vanderbeek makes a little appearance when they're playing the uh, Dawson's Creek music. Uh, you know, he shows up. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and actually get into the movie. I'll go ahead and play a little bit. His character is not Jesus Christ Smart. Smart has been drinking tonight, I have a feeling. Uh, which 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 is not a bad thing. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, let's go ahead and play a little bit of uh, the first scene. We get right into the phone calls. And, uh, you know, Carmen Electra. You actually see one scene. Carmen Electra is running from the house. And all the scream guy rips her clothes off. And she's running through in nothing but a bra and panties. Then she runs through sprinklers. God damn, it's a good goddamn scene. But uh, let's go ahead and start this. Get a little bit of a, a couple clips down here. Give me one sec here and we'll start this up. Hit this. We hit this. There we go. Hello. Want to have a little fun? Who is this? Tell me your name and I'll tell you mine. I don't think so. What's that noise? Oops. <laughs> I farted. I, I didn't think you would hear me. No, that popping noise. Oh, I'm making popcorn. I'm getting ready to watch a video. Ooh, <laughs> what is it? It's just a scary movie. Do you like scary movies? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? Mm, I don't know. Think. Oh, I know. Um, Kazam, you know, the one where Shaq plays a genie? That's not a horror movie. <laughs> well, you haven't seen Shaq act. Hey, you have a nice voice. Hey. I'm going to stop it there real quick. Um, over in France, the that movie, Kazam, was never, ever released. So the French version of this movie, instead of referencing Shaq, referenced Space Jam... And Carmen Electra instead said, uh, instead said uh, have you ever seen Michael Jordan act? So there you go. There's a good little gimmick for you right there. And uh, I'll play a little bit more of this scene. Thanks. You never did tell me your name. Why do you want to know my name? Because I want to know who I'm looking at. What, what did you say? Nice breasts. Look, what do you want? I want to see. <laughs> He's actually looking at her Playboy issue. Um, <laughs> obviously, this is Carmen Electra. She's done a little Playboy. But I uh, will go ahead and uh, play a little more. What the hell? What your insides look like. Well, well then turn to page 54. Oh. Hey, nice. 
Listen, asshole. You've had your fun. Now you better stop or else. Or else what? Or else my boyfriend's gonna be here any minute, and he's black and he'll kick your ass. Oh, really? Yeah. You mean the one who wears makeup and dresses like a woman? How'd you know? Turn the porch lights on. my boyfriend. I mean, I fucked him a couple of times, but that's it. Ah! Look, I'm calling the cop. Alright, those of you who don't know, uh, she was referencing Prince, who they had an on-again, off-again relationship, or maybe they just fucked, but uh, once again, I mean, you sit there and you're like, Prince, fucking Coxman, who knew? Um, and if you believe Charlie Murphy... A uh, hell of a basketball player, too. <laughs> Prince and the Revolution, both uh, great basketball players. So uh looks like Anthony's trying to uh, get settled and signed in here. Uh, he should be joining me in a little while. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to play a little bit more of this scene, and then uh, then we can move on to another one. Call the cops, but you might want to check the back door first. You forgot to lock it. from there maybe maybe not uh she opens the door forgetting it's halloween beats the hell out of two little trick-or-treating kids turns around and there's the dude in the scream mask uh she looks over there's a grenade bunch of knives a gun and a banana and of course it's a parody so she picks up a fucking banana uh, anyway um she runs outside and, you know, immediately, you know, does every movie mistake, left to safety, right to death. She runs towards death. Uh, just every little movie mistake that, uh, you know, horror movie mistake you could make, she makes. But, again, it's a parody movie, and uh, it's actually pretty good. This is also right here. Uh, her top's ripped off. Now her skirt is ripped off, and uh, she's out there running through the sprinklers. Uh, this is probably one of the most paused... This is a great slow... I mean, it's already slowed down, but... Jesus Christ. Um, I'm just watching. Sorry, everybody. Kind of uh, watching here. And now she's running again. And as she runs towards the street, uh, she sees a car coming. After she's already stabbed once in the tit and an implant comes out, she sees a car coming and notices it's her dad. Well, her mom is uh, giving old dad a blowjob, and he's got his eyes closed while driving and hits the daughter. And, uh, you know, obviously they're like, did you hear anything? No, no, nothing. And shoves her head back down there. And Carmen Electra is gone. So 
uh, not even five minutes. She has about a four minute and four uh four minutes and thirty five seconds, and she's top build. Good for her, good for her. But this is where we meet uh, Anna Ferris, the Cindy character, um, and you know she's. That, you know, starts hearing noises. We also meet her boyfriend, Bobby, who's a little sexually frustrated. Uh, Cindy's sort of the virgin character in this movie. Kind of dirty, kind of not. But um, her dad is also super protective. And, uh, you know, we get that from the, you know, shock, you know, electric fence around her uh, underwear and everything. But... Um, I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of that scene well, uh, right after her boyfriend jumps up through the window. And uh, let's play a little bit of it here. Give me two seconds. Here we go. In there. Ow, oh, oh, ow, oh, daddy's head is stuck. Unstick daddy's head. Oh, oh. Dad, can you knock? Knock? I thought I heard screaming in here. No, no, you didn't, Dad. Well, it could have been that crack I smoked earlier, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Listen, I gotta leave town for a couple days, okay? No big deal. Just, you know, that new business that I started with those Colombian guys? Oh, you mean Uncle Escobar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Well, there's a problem. Some money went missing, and apparently some legs are gonna get broken. Uh, it's just better if I lay low for a couple days. Okay. Now, if the cops raid the place... I never heard of you. And don't forget... To flush your stash. Oh, you are my <laughs> little girl. I love yeah. you so much that I left you a little something in the coffee can. Dad. But you have to remember to step on it before you sell it. Now, what are you gonna cut it with? Um, baking. Baking soda, soda, not baking powder, because baking powder guys will have muffins growing out of their nose. <laughs> yeah. You love that joke, don't you, honey? You've loved that joke since you were two years old. <laughs> hey? Okay, well. Okay, I love you. I love you. Have a good trip. Bye. Bye. All right, so there you go. Uh. Her dad's obviously a drug dealer, and she's naive enough to either not know or just not give a shit. Uh, but again, obviously her dad is a drug dealer. Uncle Escobar. Oh, Uncle Escobar. So <laughs> there's that scene. Now, I did say Bobby was a little sexually frustrated, and uh, this scene here actually uh, proves it a little bit. So... Uh, Let's go for it. Home watching the exorcist, and it got me thinking about you. If this is about the time I puked green slime and masturbated with the crucifix, it was my first keg party, Bobby. No, no. Uh, it was edited for TV. All the good stuff was cut out. So you thought you would just climb through my window and we would play bump bump? Well, I was kind of hoping to get my balls lit, but I wouldn't want to break your little underwear rule, now would I? So... Maybe just some on top of the clothes type stuff. Now, I would just like to know how many of you have ever used the line, I thought maybe I could get my balls licked. I, I, I've never used it, but um, I'm sure after this movie, a few people have. I have a feeling Smart might have used it. Weebs might have used it. Uh, let's see who else in the chat might have used it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge, but, uh, you know, not a bad line to use. Uh, you know, I thought I could get my balls licked. Hmm. Hmm. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Damn good line. 
But uh, this is actually the scene where James Vanderbeek comes up. Uh, if you hear in the background, wait one second here. All right, if you hear in the background, you can actually uh, hear the uh, Dawson's Creek music playing. Here you go. Okay. Huh? But just for a minute. Wrong set. That was the part where uh, James Fenderbeek jumped out and, oh, wrong set. So just a little fun one. I'm actually trying to get Anthony online right now. He said something's going on with Skype, but uh, I'm trying to get him on right now. Worst comes to worst, we'll switch over to another medium. We can use uh, Messenger if we have to. So, uh... Give me one or two chances to get a hold of Anthony. And um, as I'm doing that, I'll keep talking about the movie, though. Uh, yeah, this is where I was talking about the, uh, you know, Bobby tries to uh, grab a little bit in the underwear and gets the old, uh, you know, electric fence, which would shock her, too. I'm not sure if anyone realizes that. Uh, let's see, it's saying Anthony is not online, but he says he is. Let me give him one second, and I'll try that again. And if I can't get him, I will take a break. Um, so there you go. There's all that right there. Um, but yeah, he jumps up there. Now, this is where we meet the uh, Brenda character, the Shorty character, and we also meet Shannon Elizabeth's character, uh, Buffy, in this movie, who, around her dad, plays the really good girl. And then, you know, as soon as he he pulls out of the parking lot, she rips off her good girl clothes and uh, boobs are showing. And she's sort of playing the uh, American Pie girl a little, sort of, a little bit. But, um... Ah, you know what? We can go ahead and uh, play a little bit of that meat right here. Here we go. Right now. Let me take this off. Do this. Here we go. Oh, wait. There's Buffy. <laughs> I don't know why you hang out with her. She is such a hoe. Why do you say that? Because I've seen her. My friend Sean had a pool party this summer. Sean? You know, Puff Daddy. Anyway, everybody was drinking Cristal champagne. And then it started to get wild and people was getting freaky in the pool and stuff. I look over and there was your girl getting buck wow in the jacuzzi. So? With a backup dancer. I mean, that's nasty. That's, that's lower than the security guard. At least security can get you backstage. She don't love herself. I don't know. I think Buffy's sweet, Brenda. Oh, she is as fake as press on nails. Hey, baby girl! She says she's as fake as press on nails, and then she's talking shit about her, and she walks up, and she's, hey, baby, girl. yeah, fake, fake. Um, speaking of uh, words that rhyme with fake, I'm going to take a break. Uh, Anthony's having a little problem getting on. 
uh, Skype. So I'm going to see if I can f maybe restart my Skype and get them on. So uh, if you guys can give me just about uh, five minutes, I'll uh, play a quick song for you. And uh, we'll be right back. All right, we are back. That means not just me. I've even got Anthony with me. Skype was screwing us in the ass, so we switched up, uh, what is it, mediums, whatever. Uh, what's going on, Anthony? <laughs> huh? Doing good, doing good for the first annual Halloween extravaganza. This is the... THT Movie Review. This is the first time... Uh, and I know I told everybody already you guys wanted to do The Shining, but uh, too fucking long, too fucking long. <laughs> so. Well, fuck that. We, we, we will get to The Shining. I'm going to yeah, make Fox yeah. do it. We will. We will get to The Shining. That's a classic. We will. We'll. We'll. We will we get to The break, Shining. Get down in like, we, yeah. We can break it down in like two parts. Mm-hmm. That might be a good idea. Good idea. All right. Now we were just at the part where. Uh, we were going through, and we had just met Shannon Elizabeth's character and uh, Brenda's character. And Brenda Meeks is played by Regina Hall. Weebs wanted me to mention that she's uh, underrated hot. And she is. And she's in a bunch of these... Yeah, right. uh, she's in a lot of these weigh-ins movies, if I'm, uh, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, no, you'd be correct. She's uh, in a lot of them. She's basically... Uh... A distant cousin, almost, you say, because girl. Ah. Yeah, that makes sense, because, um, I don't know, I know she's in, what is it, Don't Drink Your Gin and Juice while, you know, whatever in the hood. She's in that one, and... Don't be a menace while drinking. And I thought, get tired, all right. Yeah. <laughs> 14, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. There you go. Yeah, you were cutting. One of my favorite movies, so yes. That is a good one. Yeah, you're cutting out a little bit here and there, but uh, hopefully this will all warm up nice and good. So, all right. But anyway, we were right at that scene, and um, I guess I can play a little more of it for you real quick. Like I said, Regina was just saying how fake... Buffy was, and then is you know talking shit about her, and as soon as uh, Shannon Elizabeth's character walks up, she's like, "Hey, girl, how you doing?" You know, all nice and shit. I'll play a little more of the scene, and then uh, kind of get Anthony knowing where I'm at, and we can uh, go from there. Ah. What is up, my sister? Bye, Mister Gilmore. Bye. Is he gone? Yep. Love this there you go. She rips off the good girl clothes. The bad girl clothes come on. And the uh, the puppies are out. I believe they would say. What do you think, Anthony? Yes. yes. The dogs left the kennel on that one. Yes. Most definitely. Shannon <laughs> uh, she, Elizabeth. <laughs> she's amazingly beautiful. She really is. Um, and yes. one hell of a fucking poker player. Now, let me ask you something about Shannon Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. uh, this this was honestly at the peak of her hotness. So would you say her tits were better in this 
or American Pie? Well, you got to see him in American Pie, so I have to say that was better. I mean, be ridiculous <laughs> to say it wasn't. You got to see him right there, front and center. Front yes. and fucking center, you got to see him. So, yeah, but uh, they're beautiful here, too. Look, like I said, she's beautiful, and like I said... She's a hell of a poker player, man. She was always on those um on the celebrity things, but she even started doing like she was in one of the World Series of poker. She was on the um they had a heads up tournament they were doing on TV for a while. She made it down to like the final 4, I believe, against profe- wow. professional poker players. Um I mean, I mean, you guys know I'm 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 a big fan of poker, so I love playing cards. But um, anyway, we can move on from that. But uh, they're walking into school and they see all these news vans and you know all these news vans. They're going through all the news people are talking, and um, they do get to one news van, and of course they're. Uh, they're a little nervous as they're going through the news van montage, I would go ahead and call it. Uh, here we go. Here's the one news van that uh, always makes you laugh. Anyone to come forward. Report live for black TV. White folks are dead. We're getting the fuck out of here. Let's roll down. Come on, Brad. Let's go, motherfucker. Go, go. Hey. <laughs> are you mad at me for playing that, Anthony? <laughs> Uh, Silent is treatment. Doug want to <laughs> Look, oh, honestly, it's one of the funniest scenes in the movie. To be honest with you, just seeing the no, no. the look on that guy's face no, is priceless. <laughs> what? Go ahead. Not one of my favorite parts. I'm sorry. It's it is one of my favorite parts, so no, I'm not mad at you for playing it. No, the look on that guy's face is absolutely priceless. He actually looks like he's in fear of his life. Like, like there's a knife in his throat right now. <laughs> but uh, then we, um, you know, uh, Shannon Elizabeth is like, well, I I wonder if they're going to want to uh, interview us. And Brenda says they're just looking for the most ignorant person they can find. Now, let's not forget in this movie, Shorty is her brother. And, uh, of course, as the most ignorant person they could find, we go to this scene right here. On TV! Oh, shit! First cops, now this! Oh, man, I'll be a star, son. What can you tell us about Drew? Well, she had the fat ass, son. I mean, it was like, bang. How close were you to the victim? Until the roofies. Until the roofies wore off. Then she woke up talking about pressing charges. So I just pulled my tongue out of her ass and left. What would have been your last words to Drew? Run, bitch! Run! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's another good part. I, I I gotta say Marlon Wayans is pre- I, he's pretty awesome, dude. I do like him. Um, what's the one movie? Honestly, honestly, what? my opinion. Hmm. No, I was about to say honestly, Wayans. He's probably the funniest one in the whole family. My opinion. I think you might be right. He's just his facial expressions make you laugh. Um, 
you know, obviously there's a ton of, you know, brothers in the family and everything, but uh, he did one with Damon Wayans. Mo Money? Mo no, Money? Mo Money. I was right. Yeah, that one. That was uh, that was Stacey Dash in the middle of her hotness, too, wasn't it? She was in that yeah, movie, too. I, yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah, before she went kind of crazy, she probably would have uh, been in all of these scary movies, but, you know, by this point, she had kind of, like, went off the reservation, and we can leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, 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 we can do that. But, yeah, 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 this was a... Uh... That was a really good movie. I like that where they were uh, they got into some shit with some credit card scams thing, and uh, that was a good movie. Those two were in, yeah. but yeah, he definitely. I think I would agree with you. Marlon Wayans is probably the the funniest. I, I I he he reminds me a little, and I'm not comparing the two, but I see some shades of Jim Carrey when he does his facial expressions. You know, and I that's mean, actually a fair comparison. Yeah, I mean, obviously Jim Carrey was on in you know in Living Color. He was the uh, the token white guy, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, hell, I mean, hey, yeah, we, we had token white guys in the nineties. People, that's 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 how the shit was. <laughs> so, like, you said he was a token white guy, and I got to ask you a question: mm-hmm. who would be the who would be the white equivalent of uh, Johnny Cochran, who clearly got him his deal on that show? And I and I liked how like he was built as James Carey. Normally, like when you blow, they wait till they blow up to go get all formal and stuff. But mm. he started off as James, and then he went to Jim. Yeah, Remember Samuel L. Jackson. He didn't become Samuel L. Jackson until he got you know blew up all of them years and clawing his way up the uh, chart, so so to speak. He was Sam Jackson once he blew up, and Samuel L. is like oh, he forgot everybody. Well, if you watch Deep Cover, it's. Uh, Larry Fishburne. Oh no, no, no! Uh, not not uh, Red Heat. He's in that movie with um, uh, Belushi and uh, Schwarzenegger, and he's billed as Larry Fishburne. You go to a couple movies down the road. You know, you go to Boys in the Hood. It's Lawrence Fishburne. So there you go. Yeah, yeah Jim went. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised. <laughs> No, as far as, far as uh, Larry Fishburne, uh, I'm surprised he didn't add a, a initial by the time he got to the Matrix. Yeah, he could have. He <laughs> certainly. By that point, he was making money. He was making, dude. He, he, I, I would bet he could retire off those movies right now. Probably could have before. He's yep. done some yep. good fucking movies, man. And I still say Deep Cover is an underrated, excellent cop movie. It's it it you know you mentioned you mentioned it to people and they just go oh it was uh, yeah, yeah. Jeff Goldblum and uh, Lawrence Fishburne, but they don't. It's like yeah, everyone knows it, but no one really mentions it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, it's one of those movies that kind of like get kind of like dusted under the t- uh, under the rug, but mm-hmm. it really is a good movie, especially if you're into cop movies, dirty cop movies. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was sort of a dirty cop, sort of undercover. It was one of those uh, touchy situations, if you will. But, I mean, you know, his boss... Now, real quick. Uh, yep. Go. Uh, I said, I'm, uh, since we're bringing up cop movies here real quick, uh, 
Did I miss any NYPD Blue reference? Oh Jesus! I don't this even one. think I don't even think I yes. looked at him. I don't even think I looked, but I'll tell you what: her dad, the guy who played her dad, Rick Ducombe, I pretty much guarantee he was in an NYPD Blue. Give me two seconds here. Control F. He was also in Die Hard. I'm pretty sure he was in an NYPD. He was in an NYPD Blue. Uh, one episode, 1994. Walter Kraski in The Final Adjustment. So, there you go. Knock that out of the fucking park. Uh... <laughs> Bam. Ah. I'm like, fuck, I didn't can, even look. But... We cannot let an episode go. No, I think we've only had three, let an episode go. three movies so far. I have not been able to find a reference. That's it. That's it. Um, so, all right. Let's see where we're at in this movie now. Ooh, excuse me. Got the beer coming back up that way. Um, this is where we also find out that... Um, ah, okay. This is where we also... Again, I was saying uh, Sean Wayne's character in this movie is... Hmm. What would you call him, Anthony? What what was that? You broke up. Uh, questionable. Questionable. Okay, we can go with questionable. That that'll work. But um, <laughs> questionable. I like that. Questionable. Um, then we get to. I'm trying to keep it classy. You know, I'm trying to keep it classy. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Uh, then we start talking about Bobby. Um, he lives right beside school. He's living in a trailer right beside school. Uh, weird little thing. Oh, fuck it. Let's go ahead and play this scene, too, real quick. I think I need another beer. See you later, Annie, Mama, Bye. Bubba, Bye. Jim, Big Jim, Bye. Little Jim, Slim Jim, Bye. everybody. Bye. I'll see you later, Chow Ding. Okay. All right. Damn, girl. Mm-mm-mm. I sure like to get new pants. Really? Yeah. What size are these? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Bobby. Hey, baby. Hey, Good. Guys, y'all reporters out there? Hey, I'm going to go ahead and keep playing this scene a little bit. This is sort of the, the I don't know what you did last summer reference sort of uh, working its way in here. And, um... I'll play a little bit of the scene, then I'll go a little bit to the next. I'm going to do a little pausing in between some of these. Sound good, Anthony? Awesome. Here we go. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. yeah. Same that girl, Drew Decker, got killed last night. I know. You know what? I think I knew her. Really? Yeah. She had a brother named Steve. Yeah. Long hair, pretty little mouth, perfect ass. That was her. Nah, I was talking about Steve. Uh, again, there's that questionable thing coming back into play there. Questionable? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's just leave it at that. I'll play a little more of this. Questionable is a. Pretty good. Remember, Box, questionable is the new queer. Qu questionable is the new straight, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I think. 
questionable is the new cool from what I've heard. <laughs> All right, here we go. Coming soon. <laughs> T.A. <laughs> Come... Go ahead, Bob. No, I want you to finish that one now. No, I was going to say, coming soon, THC movie review, the Will and Grace edition. Yeah. Got... Yes, we're going to be. We for... go we'll be forced to except do I'm... it. Except I'm Will. I'm Will now. I refuse to be Grace. All right, maybe we'll uh, we'll maybe we'll do two Wong Fu. That's a funny <laughs> one. All right, here we go. A little more of this. Scene. Hey, do you guys think it's strange that she got killed exactly one year after we? You know, killed that guy? Hey, Cindy, that was an accident. Was it, Greg? All right, this scene, I really don't want to play much of. It's kind of a, a visual scene where they basically reenact the I don't know what you did last summer, driving down the road, partying, drinking, you know, making out in the back of the car. Um, all that shit. But, uh, you know, I don't really need to play much of that scene, and uh, so I won't. But, uh, you know, they do end up, you know, like I said, they're drinking, they're partying, they do end up actually hitting a guy, and <laughs> he's actually not dead after they hit him. They're having this whole conversation about the, uh, you know, taking the guy here, taking him there. Actually, here, I'll go ahead and... Um, Give me two seconds, and I'll actually go ahead and play that scene for you. You know why? Because I'm a fucking great guy. Here you go. Ah! The body! Oh, shit, is he alive? I don't know. Well, check it out! I can't. Shit! We have to call the police. No way! I ain't going to jail! We have to! Hey, Cindy! Do you know what they do to young boys in prison? You know, those sex-starved convicts just waiting for a fresh piece of meat? Hey, you're right, Cindy. Maybe we should call the police. Oh, yeah. But... Questionable. Once <laughs> once again, questionable. All right, let's keep rolling a little more with this scene. Now, as they're talking, they're all kind of gathered around. The dude they hit is getting up. He's just got a bump on his head. That's it. You'll actually hear him in the background a little bit. Here we go. Brenda, how you think she wants to go to jail? This is manslaughter, okay? We're all gonna fry for this. We're looking at 10 to 15 years. Shut up, Bobby! Alcohol! It's okay, I'm fine! So much Nobody! Don't blame that shit on me, Ray! Look, we'll, we'll get rid of the body! Yeah. Unnecessary! Alright, alright, we'll dump him in the ocean. Not the ocean, the pier! Yes, I'll be leaving yeah, now! Yeah, that's a great okay, idea! We'll take him What about the, the alcohol? We'll get rid of it! Come on, it'll be alright. Absolutely. Come on, hurry up! Let's Get go! I won't have anything to do with this! Shut up! Cindy, come on. We'll just pretend it never happened. You know, like the time we got drunk and we went down on each other? Boy, that would be a good sight to see. Mm. Anna Ferris is another underrated hot one, too. I was about to mention that. Mm -hmm. And uh, real quick, I wanted to backtrack, because you know Ray's character... Once he found out about the possibility of going to summer camp, a.k.a. Uh, doing it in a bud in jail, I guess. I don't know what else to call it. Uh, where would you send a gay – if you wanted to punish him? Because obviously jail said uh, maybe, I don't know, lock him in a room and uh, make him watch Sonny's porn on a loop. 
Ugh. Think that'd be punishment enough? Mm, make a much lesbian porn on a loop. That's that would kill him. That would, just stick him in women's yeah. jails. It's fine. <laughs> with two lesbians that look like Roseanne Barr. Yeah, or uh, Mrs. Mann, who we'll get to a little bit later in the movie. Um, <laughs> that woman has balls, dude. Balls. Literally. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, now, as they're all shoving this body in the trunk after uh, after they decide to get rid of the um, the alcohol when Lachlan throws it in the back and hits the dude in the head, knocks him out, they're shoving the guy in the trunk, and Shorty pulls up. And uh, this scene is obviously worth playing because pretty much any scene he's in right in this movie is worth playing. So here we go. Shorty, I know you ain't driving without no papers. I got papers, blunts, bongs, all the ingredients to make a high nigga pie. <laughs> hey, yo, can I help you? Yo, what's up, Ray? Yo, son, y'all need jumper cables? Nah, we're cool. Ah, uh, good. Because I left my roach clip at home. <laughs> Go home, shorty. Yeah, I'll right, see you later. Peace, Ray. Get the trunk oh. off. There you go. As they're closing the trunk, they're nailing the guy in the head, and now he pro now 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 he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Dead. Uh, and they do dump the body at um, off of a pier. Uh, once they do finally dump the body. Um, then they go and, uh, we go back. Now, that was sort of a, a, uh, that was a flashback scene right there. We do go back to present day a year later, obviously. They're at school talking about it. And, um, again, after they throw the body in the, uh, in the ocean. And, uh, here we go. A little more of, uh, back at, uh, back in school. To move on, Cindy. That's all behind us now. Exactly. It's a coincidence. Greg's right, Cindy. I mean, what do you think? We're in a horror movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys are right. I mean, if we were, they'd probably cast some dingbat like Jennifer Love huge tits to play me. Yeah, yeah. They, or they cast people in the late 20s, early 30s to play us. <laughs> Kenny, get the camera ready. Here, hold my gun. Now, Jennifer Love Hewitt was actually in line to play the Cindy part. Yeah, we need we uh, yeah. This movie could have used a nice set of tits, an extra set of nice tits, I should say. An extra extra set of nice tits. There you go. Yes. Um, <clears throat> a few people were actually slated to uh, trying to get in that part. Alicia Silverstone was another one offered that part. And uh, she actually ended up turning it down. Uh, the Brenda part, played by Regina, was actually offered to Aaliyah, believe it or not. And she turned it down. So, you know, uh, and um, Drew, who was um, Carmen Electra, was also offered to Jenny McCarthy and Britney Spears. Both turned it down. Uh-uh. Both turned it down. Yeah. Yeah. So 
There we go right there. And um, now we also see Sherry O'Terry in this movie. Talk about an underrated MILF again. What do you think, Anthony? Sherry O'Terry. You know who, mm-hmm. you, you know who I'm talking about? Would you say she's about maybe a 7 or an 8? I would go 7. Yeah, I'd give her a 7 on the MILF scale. I mean, you know, I mean, she's not like an overall, but MILF scale, that's a seven. Maybe because yeah. she's kind of... Oh, yeah, of, no, no, I, I will put her up there. Yeah, you know, and she's goofy, which... <laughs> no Aaliyah jokes. Why do I need to make an Aaliyah joke, Weeb? What, 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 uh, Anthony can do that if he wants. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. She's just... I wouldn't... What? All I'll say about Leah. All I'll say about Leah is she was one in a million. Okay. Um, but... That wasn't Leah's song. I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect the white guy to know the black, uh, the soul singer's uh, music library. But yeah. No, no I'm. Uh... I'm sure we've got the reference. We've just fine. But um... I'm sure the. Uh... <laughs> what the 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 little the fucking Latino dude got it. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I'm... <laughs> yes. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. All right. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, yeah, we do meet uh, Sherry O'Terry here, and um, like I said, man, I I I think she's sort of underrated. Uh, she's a reporter in this movie who is willing to obviously do anything or anyone. <laughs> Ah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to get the story. That's always a good. That's always a good quality. Yeah. Look, I wish, uh, wish I could find a reporter like this. But um, this is where we also meet Doofy, who, uh, you know, is <clears throat> what's her name? Shannon Elizabeth Buffy's brother in this movie. Doofy's a little challenge. Let's just put it there. Mentally challenged in this movie. Or so we think. <laughs> Let's leave it at that for now. Yeah. Or so we think he is. So uh, Sherry O'Terry sees Doofy over there in the corner and decides to uh, try to pry some information out of him any way she can. And uh, there you go. Danny is recommending we use the word slow. That's fine. He's slow. He's slow. Of course, by the end of this show, I'm uh, I'm a little slow too. Usually, usually, usually. And if we take another break, I got more. I got some Jaeger. I might go do some Jaeger. So <laughs> there we go. Uh, Jaeger bombs. Ah, uh, I don't have. I can't do the Red Bull, but I can do the. Uh, I can do the Jaeger, straight, straight up, motherfucker. So anyway, here we go, Doofy. Straight up. Yeah, yeah, Doofy was in the usual suspects, I believe. And uh, here we go. Special Officer Doofy. Oh, hi, Doofy. Doofy, listen, is there a problem on campus? No comment. Okay. No comment. Okay. You know, you look awfully young to be a police officer. No, I'm 25 and a half years old. Ooh. Yeah, that's just many. <gasps> so big. Yeah, he's big. <laughs> well, you don't look a day over 12. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the big head and glazed-over look in your eyes. 
Ooh, is that true? <laughs> yeah, I forgot this for Alo. Don't worry, because I never forget. <laughs> good girl. Would you remind good me not girl. to do that again? Sorry. Hello, due to the recent tragedy, the sheriff and me, your principal, will be questioning all students throughout the day. Wow. Now, the principal. We need to get into the principal. We do. Um, do we have to? We do. The principal. I don't. Uh, this may be a little before your time, Anthony, as I am the old guy here. Uh, the principal's voice might sound familiar to you, and the principal is actually named, uh, what is his name? Squigman. Principal Squigman. Uh, and all, and let's explain why this is David Lander. David L. Lander, who played Squiggy in Laverne and Shirley. Um, in the next scene, when they're questioning... Uh, Cindy, they actually, if you look on the wall, there is a beer picture, and the name on the beer is Schott's Beer. That is the name of the company, the beer company that Laverne and Shirley worked at. So there you go. Did you know any of that, Anthony? Did you know who that guy was? Uh, Yeah. You knew who Squiggy was? It actually would have been a cool throwback. Yeah. Okay, cool. I do. Right. I do my research, Bob. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, it would have been a cool little throwback, though, if he had had that little uh, pompadour, like they gave him a wig with the little Squiggy uh, hairdo he had way back when. It would have been a nice little callback. Yeah, it would have been. But, I mean, they, they, they worked it in a little bit, obviously, you know. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, It's a cool little work into the old uh, Laverne and Shirley thing. But, uh I don't know. I actually like Squiggy. I thought it was a really funny character, you know, back in the day. And my mom watched a hell out of some Laverne and Shirley. So, um, and actually, the next scene. I got to ask real quick, Box. Did you... mm -hmm. <laughs> real quick, did you have the jacket when you were a kid? Did you have that hairstyle growing up? No. Hey, you know, you were a fan, you know. Way back when in the 1900s, when that hairstyle was in, in vogue? In the 1900s. <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> wow. Um, Laverne and Shirley, yes, was, I believe, a Happy Days spinoff, Weebs. I believe it was. Um, a lot of that shows. That is true, Weebs, I guess. That's, that's yeah, correct. there were a lot of shows that were Happy Days spinoffs, really. I mean, if you think about it. But um, I believe there's a little more of that Sherry O'Terry scene that I missed. Let me go ahead and see here. Wow. Oh, yeah, we've, we've got, got the, the pop off. Serial killer on our hands. Yeah, I'm not supposed to say it's official police business. Uh, hey, Toofy, what do you say you and I go inside my van over there and uh, get to know each other a little better? Would you like that? That van? Yeah, that van right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, let's go. Come on. Okay. A terrible... All right. Obviously, he's not uh, too stupid. He knows an opportunity when he sees it. Um, and obviously, yes. he knows the the man rule. A piece you pass up is a piece you don't get. So, good for him. Yes. Now, uh, we go to the teacher in the school. <laughs> another... Uh, I believe she's another Saturday Night Live person, isn't she? The teacher? 
I believe so. I can't think of her name at the moment, though. Kelly Caulfield Park is the teacher. I believe that's her. What was that? Hmm? You said Kelly is her name? Yep. Because that name, I think she, that actually sounds like, uh, I think she was on In Living Color. She was on In Living Color. She was on In Living Color, and now that I remember, she's not. I don't think she is an SNL. Um, No. No, she was a uh, she was an in living color throwback. Yep. Yes, yeah, she was. I, I don't know. I can't remember. If she was on all five years, but she was at least on like the first two or three seasons. Yeah, she was. She was. I didn't even. Uh, I didn't even didn't even catch that. But uh, she's in there talking about you know all the good here. Let's go ahead and do this. And an unbearable loss. It's days like today that we need prayer in school starts to unravel the very moral fabric of our society. All right, she's actually sitting there while saying that we need prayer in school with uh, a baby breastfeeding. And obviously this is a little joke on the uh, rash of, which at this time was happening and still happening 17 years later, um, teachers sleeping with students. So I'll play a little yeah. more of this. You know, she even grabs another. I feel ripped off. I do too, man. You know, you know I, I, so, so bad. So bad. But then again, I don't know if I would want to be these kids' age and these times, dude. I wouldn't want to be an entitled little prick like most of these kids are. I wouldn't. I just no, wouldn't. I understand the point of, we did it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but now, dude, it seems like teachers are just banging. St- teachers are banging like football teams now. Not even students. They're like, oh, she was, <laughs> she was caught on video with the football team. It's like, Jesus Christ! Hey, <laughs> you got- <laughs> hey, keep the team happy. Eh, hut hut hike. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hut hut hike. <laughs> anyway, let's play a little more of ho, this. Ho. Yeah, ho. there you go. Let's play a little more of this scene here. You go to your daddy. <laughs> I'll see you after class. Sweet. Okay, class. Who would like to give their oral presentation first? Oh. All right, this is where we another view of Heather here, the annoying uh, girl who's obviously, you know, kind of based on the girl in Heather's. But um, from there, we go to the questioning of um, Cindy and the principal and the sheriff are making a ton of innuendo jokes. Uh, Not only is Cindy's dad a drug dealer, but obviously they're implying in this movie her mother was a whore. Pretty much. Pretty much. We'll go ahead and do that. Now, the the, the cop in this fucking uh, movie is Kurt Fuller. Um... You should know him from a ton, and I mean a ton of movies. 
um, Ghostbusters 2, Anger Management, The Pursuit of Happiness. Um, Jesus Christ. This guy's been in... What what was that? Wayne's World? That's right. He was in... Wayne's World. Bar. Yep, he was in... He's been at a ton of TV shows, too. Um, I mean, My Name is Earl, CSI, Ugly Betty, Shark, Grey's Anatomy, um, Glee. He's done a ton of TV, but another guy with a shitload of credits under his belt. 194 credits under his belt, dating back to first credit IMDb lists is 1984. Fucking Night Rider, man. Fucking. And I gotta Rider. say, we got. I gotta say this about Kurt Fuller. He plays one of the greatest assholes in the history of modern film, in my opinion. Usually, and you know what? He was in Red Heat, the movie I talked about earlier, and a movie we did on the show, No Holds Barred. He was Brell in that movie. Huh? And uh, act, believe it or not, believe it or not, he was actually in the very first episode of News Radio. Ah, very nice. Yeah, definitely a uh, definitely been in a ton of stuff. You should know this guy, but him and the principal are making some innuendo about her mother, and then the questioning of Cindy is hilarious. These little cop tricks he tries. Let's go ahead and roll the scene. See of, uh, what do you know? Oh, yeah, you know Mrs. Uh, oh, Mrs. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the one and only. The one and only. Hello, Cindy. Hi, Principal Squigman. Thanks, Doofy. It's Special Officer Doofy today, Cindy. Now, Cindy, I sure I'd like some questions that he would uh, like to ask you today. Hey, what is that? Mm. That god-awful smell. Yeah, I don't know. Let's I go poopy. Did you just say that you, uh, you went poopy? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> mm. Get him out of here. Thank you. Okay. Uh, you should now go back to special ed. Okay, slit. Maybe a change of underwear, son. Bye, Dizzy. Bye, Cindy. How are you, Cindy? Hi. How are you, sir? Bloated, constipated. Got a boil on my ass the size of a walnut, you know, the usual. Mm. <laughs> Cindy, I want to ask you some questions about Drew Decker. I didn't really know her. Oh, come on, sure you do. No, I, I mean, on, I didn't really know her. I've been in this game a long time. Don't bullshit a bullshitter, all right? Tell me about Drew. How, what was she like in bed, Cindy? <laughs> Tried to get you. <laughs> it's, a, it's an old police trick. It's an old police trick. Didn't fall for it. Good for you, kid. Hi! All right, there you go. God damn it. All right. Um, Did you spill your beer again, Box? No, I didn't. I was actually, I thought I put my phone on uh, silent, but I don't know. Goddamn new Apple update. My phone is so fucked up. It's not even funny. But uh, you're coming through pretty, pretty clear, Anthony. A little bit of a delay, maybe, but uh, no big deal. Nothing that's not workable for now. Uh, but yeah, there you go. There's that scene. The cop tries the little uh, how is she in bed 
just to trip her up. She didn't fall for it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's another that that guy is great in damn near any movie he's ever been in. I love watching him sometimes. He's always hilarious, and he can also switch it up and be very, very creepy. I believe he was in um, Glimmer Man. Wanna, was he in, an example? Here, what, was he in Glimmer Man though? Creepiness. Uh, he was in a fan too. The fan. That's uh, right. See. I don't think he was. The fan or Glimmer fan. Man? Which one are you not sure about? No, no, I'm not sure about Glimmer Man, but I know he was in a fan. He was creepy as shit in that one. That was not him in Glimmer Man, I guess. Nope, no. wasn't him in Glimmer Man. That was someone else. That was the other guy. <laughs> that was the other guy in Glimmer Man. Um, but yeah, I've seen him play both both kind of characters and just always fucking awesome to see him. Um, we get a little scene where uh, Ray is messing with the football team. He's snapping towels and slapping asses once again. Questionable. But then we go to the beauty pageant where um, Shannon Elizabeth is one of the contestants uh, along with some other whatevers. But, uh, you know, she's there and... One of the parts I do want to play, though, is obviously she's uh, sending Elizabeth a little bit of a whore in this movie. And uh, let's uh, let's play this little scene where all the guys are yelling right after Lachlan starts yelling. There you go. Uh, bunch of people, obviously, hitting that shit. Um, even one guy said best pussy he ever had. Uh, probably would be. Um, but anyway, she does a little dramatic piece, Shannon Elizabeth does. And while she's doing it, the killer is up there on the balcony and actually ends up killing Greg, Lachlan Monroe's character, her boyfriend in this movie, uh, ends up killing him. Now, Anthony, I mentioned him before you were on uh, on with me here as um, an underrated yeah. guy. Um, do, do you know who he is? Lachlan Monroe? Uh, sounds familiar. Really? That name does sound familiar. Uh, bring my, bring uh, refresh my memory. What was he in? Some other things he was in. Oh my God. Um. <laughs> uh, hold on one second. Night at the Roxbury. He was the personal trainer. Oh shit. Um, to name, oh, yeah. he was also that, in White that... Chicks. He was in Unforgiven, Freddy vs. Jason. Anthony, I could mention all the movies, but he has 218 credits under his name dating back to 1989 up through movies that are in post-production right now. Um, when I as looked, soon as you said Night at the Roxbury, I knew exactly who you were talking about. Yeah, he did The Sprinkler. Um, 
he uh he is in a, i mean there were literally i counted years in here where like like Eight years in a row where the guy had 10 or 11 movies each year. Movies or TV episodes, appearances, you know? Just, this guy's a fucking worker. A workaholic, dude. But yeah, 218 credits to his name. So, that's pretty fucking awesome if you ask me. But uh, I really went into him a little while ago. But yeah, they're all sitting there uh, after Greg is murdered, but they can't find the body. It literally shows the guy behind them cleaning up the uh, the body and everything. They're very stupid in this movie. And by the way, I do want to point out that um, Bobby is wearing a shirt with tits on it. I do want to point that out. That's a great shirt. I want one of those. I do. I do want one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'd wear it. I'd wear it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyway, we now get to uh after oh, God damn it. How many fucking scenes did I miss here? All right. We now go to another scene where um Anna Ferris is in a bath and uh the phone rings and she gets a little nervous and Bobby calls her and uh she hangs up. The phone rings again. And it is the killer. It's the killer. And, um, you know, she finally gets dressed, goes downstairs, and the killer calls her back. And you know what? Of course, we're playing that scene, too. Is this... I chop you like liver. What do you want? I'm in the house. <laughs> do you know now, that was a little quoted scene people used to do. Remember that, Anthony? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the house. Very quotable scene. Very quotable. I was mentioning before this movie had a ton of quotes that were just always said. And I was also mentioning how we use so many, like uh, like the Budweiser commercial, What's Up, Guys, and stuff like that, which we'll definitely get to that scene. But those commercials were so goddamn big at the time, man. So fucking big. So, anyway, let me get back to playing this. I could be anywhere. I'm like the wind, baby. Yeah. Where am I? Um, you're you're behind the couch. What? How do you know that? I can um see your feet. Ah. Okay, turn around. Close your eyes. No peeking. Uh, yeah. No. Nah. Right. Right. Hey, 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 no peeking. No peeking. Turn around. Good. Okay, now you can look. Now do you know where I am? <laughs> you don't. No, Mr. Killer. I don't know where you are. I'll give you a big clue. All right, a little more visual going on here, but, um, you know, she starts throwing everything down the stairs, including her grandmother. Um, but uh, this is the first time we see what a bumbling idiot this killer is, right? 
So yeah, yeah, we really do see what a bumbling fucking fool this guy is. Um, you know, he, he's falling downstairs, and he does end up falling, uh, running, and uh, in, after Anna Ferris throws a piano down the stairs. But uh, she does also get to her computer and types uh, to 911, white woman in trouble. And immediately, like seconds later, five cop cars pull up. Um, so anyway, right after the, <laughs> about a couple, two seconds after uh, the killer leaves from here in the cop cars, Bobby pulls up. And he drops a phone and gloves and a knife. So, obviously, she thinks it's him. And um, we go to a scene where... Uh, oh, give me a second. I'm burping here. They, uh, they're back at the police station. And, of course, the crazy sheriff asks her to look at some pictures. And... Um, the pictures he asks her to look at are him in a woman's bikini bottoms or, you know, banana hammocks. And she's just, you know, but <laughs> Wait a I'm, I'll, I'll play the whole scene, but I do want to let you know what she's looking at and just how she's looking at them. Like, like, like he just handed her a bunch of people to like look at their face. It's just here. I'll play it. What the hell? I know you've had a rough night, Cindy. So I won't keep you. I just want you to look at some photos. Tell me what you think. Somebody picking you up? Yeah. Oh, just check that one out again. And he hands her one again. Again of him in a fucking speedo, basically. Um and he walks away. But uh, you know, some of the guys sit there and they're, you know, these cops always make fun of Doofy, obviously. He's uh sort of uh again, slow, thanks to Danny. We know what to call him. Slow now. And uh, we went ahead and uh, play a little bit of this because uh, we don't have to visualize this. Doofy! Yeah. Come on. Come on. Okay. Special <laughs> Officer Doofy reporting. Hey, Doofy, smell my fingers. <laughs> What's that? That's when you know you become a man, Doofy. <laughs> hey, Terry. Smell my finger. Oh, what the hell is that? <laughs> my ass. Get the hell <laughs> So there you go. Doofy has his finger in his ass. Um, I don't know where to go from there. Shannon Elizabeth's character, Buffy, comes to pick up um, Cindy and take her back to her house. Uh, Doofy is, you know, obviously we do see in this part that Doofy has a little crush on uh, on Cindy in this movie. Um, and now we go back to Sherry O'Terry again. Again, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I do think she's hot, dude. Maybe it's cause she's a funny chick. 
But yeah, that in this movie, especially she kind she's kind of whorish, obviously. She kind of plays that whorish role in every movie she's ever been in. That crazy whorish kind whorish of whorish is good. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm not saying it makes her a bad person, but uh, anyway, now we go to the scene I was talking about, the weather, where the killer calls Shorty. Um, the killer actually seems to like Shorty, and we'll uh, we'll find that out in a minute here. But I'm going to go ahead and play this call again. These com- these Budweiser commercials, these weather, I mean, Devon. Dudley still does that shit to this day. You know? So, here we go. Let's yeah. play this. Yeah, let's... Uh, it's, I think it's pretty old, but anyway, let's go ahead and... Uh, and he's right. Sherry O'Terry did end up tasting Doofy's finger once. Good point, Weebs. Here we go. Yo. Hello, Shorty. What are you doing? Nothing. Sitting here watching the game, smoking some butt. Are you all alone? What's up? What's up? What the? Who's that? Yo, pick up the phone. What's up? What's up? Yo, do get. Pick up the phone. Yo. What's up? What you doing, son? Nothing. Just chilling. Killing. True, true. There you go. Literally, I would say a year before this, those commercials were the biggest thing that um, Budweiser probably... Besides the Clydesdales, this was probably one of the biggest, you know ad campaigns Budweiser ever had. Would you agree? Oh, I would say it's their biggest. You think, I mean, the Clydesdales, though, they're known for the Clydesdales. They're known for the big fucking horses. In terms of minor comps. Yeah, I guess guess so. I mean, people still, I mean, like I said, Devon Dudley still does it today, but um, I don't know. It was definitely huge and obviously was a, you know, smart reference for them to do back then. Um, you know, Weebs put up the... Only uh, thing is, though, it's like it's dated. It's what? It's kind of dated. So, like, honestly, like, unless you kind of, like, were around during that time period, mm-hmm. if you watch it maybe, like, 20-something years later, you might not really get the reference. So it's like kind of like it's one of those you had to be there type of moments to get how big that true trace was. Yeah, that's true. But you got to remember this movie made. We've put it in here earlier. Where is that? Give me a second here. We've put it in here. This movie had a box a budget of nineteen million, Anthony, and the box office was. Are you ready for this? Nineteen million. I'm ready. Nineteen million. Two. Hundred and seventy-eight million box office. That is not including, you know, DVD uh, at the time, uh, two thousand DVDs. Uh, there were still some VHSs floating around in the two thousand. Not including those. Those were not including two hundred seventy-eight million. 
This is probably the most successful Wayans movie, which is why they made what five of these things. No, and I and we should point out that the Wayne ceased being involved after part two, which coincidentally led to those three. I I I, I, I got enjoyment from three, four was the end, five I just. But you gotta admit, like the Wayne, this was meant for the Wayne. Like, took them out of the picture. It, it wasn't the same, in my opinion. The franchise wasn't the same. Yeah, I'll be honest. I haven't seen anything after the second one. I have not seen the scary movie three, four, or five. Uh, Wabes brings up the Budweiser frogs. They were pretty popular, but I think the Wazab took over and really blew the frogs. I got to re- tell you, Wabes, I didn't remember the frogs until you just said it. So, you know, but, um, you know, there's just certain beers that, were known for certain commercials. I mean, Budweiser or uh, Miller Lite has actually brought back their old uh, their old jingle from their old commercial. You, know, you got the time, we got the beer. That old jingle that from the old nineteen seventies and eighties commercials. But uh, I don't know. The the Budweiser frogs were pretty damn big, but uh, these what's up guys took over, man. Just took the fuck over. But. Um, Next scene is where, <clears throat> obviously, I did mention that um, you know Anna Ferris was in was in you know talking to the police. She did think Bobby did it. Bobby did get arrested and let out. The next scene I'm going to play is where she decided to, or she bumps in to Bobby um, at the school, and uh, I'll play that for you guys. We only got a few more. This movie doesn't have much left. I haven't seen him around. Is he pissed? You mean since you branded him the candy man? No, his heart is broken. Yo, son, it's like I've seen this all before. They had a killer at your old high school, shorty? Nah, it was in this movie Scream. Same dialogue and everything. Oh. This is ill. How did it end? I don't know. Some niggas started shooting up in the movie theater, so we just broke out. No doubt. Okay, I say we all just stick together. Tonight, everyone meet at my house. And bring some friends, but don't tell everyone, okay? Try to keep it quiet. Okay. Yo! Party at Cindy's house! Drunk white women for everybody! Alright, looks like I skipped a scene. (laughs) That was the scene where they were talking, obviously, another Scream reference, since this movie is based on, you know, like I said before, Scream, and um, I know what you did last summer, but... uh, they really force. Now, this was also dis, uh, distrib- distributed by the exact same company that distributed Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. So. Which, honestly, you really had to see both of those movies to get the references here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have seen both, but... Um, Anyway, I've only seen the first Scream. I haven't even gone past those either. So, but yeah, now is where I will go ahead and play the scene where she bumps into Bobby right after he's been let out. Here you go. Jesus. It's okay. It's all right. It's just me. Well, you don't still think it's me, do you? No, it's just that somebody did try to kill me. Yeah, and the police said I scared him away. I know. 
He called me last night. Yeah, so you see, it could have been me. I was in jail last night, remember? <laughs> You're the best. I'm sorry. Please understand. Understand what? That my girlfriend rather call me a killer than touch me? That's not true, then Bobby. what is it? What is it? She's gone and she's not coming back. It's been over a year, Cindy. But Ginger was such an important part of the Spice Girls. Oh, you gotta move on, baby. <sighs> I'm sorry if my complicated life is an inconvenience to your perfect existence. Cindy. So she's mad that Ginger left the Spice Girls. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Memories. 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 But uh, the other scene I do want to play, though, is the the press conference, which may be the greatest press conference in the history of press conferences. I would kill to hear a press conference just like this one. Here we go, Anthony. Let's play this press conference from the, uh, the sheriff. Here we go. Let me just say, uh, the killing of these these teenagers has been tragic, but, uh, hey, you know, shit happens. Would you not kill to hear a fucking sheriff say that on the news? But, uh, hey, you know, Damn shit happens. Let's be real. It'd be great. It would. It would be refreshing to hear that. little fucking truth in our, uh, and what's going on out there. Yeah, but, uh, you know, shit happens. Bleep happens. That's what you would hear. So, all right. But uh, let's play a little more of this. Have they found Cindy Campbell's father? No. Isn't he a suspect? That is classified information. Where are you getting that? I'm sorry, but uh, my sources are strictly confidential, sure. Hey, Gail. Gail Swallows. There you go, just a little information. Gail Swallows. I don't know if everyone knew that, but uh, Gail Swallows. Gail Swallows. Very according, admirable quality. Very admirable. According to Doofy, Doofy says Gail Swallows. Um, Shannon Elizabeth decides, uh, you know, after that scene, she makes fun of Cindy a little bit, this little fake phone call. And uh, this is where we get to also meet Miss Mann. Um, I bet a few of you are wondering if Miss Man was a man or a woman in this movie. This is actually a woman. Just so you know, she's actually been in a few more movies than this. Um, obviously she's a female bodybuilder. I don't know if that's obvious or not, but, um, yeah, been in a few more movies than this. Not many uh, this was actually her first movie ever. Uh, Jane Tricka. I'm probably saying her last name wrong. Uh, T-R-C-K-A. Tricka? Tricka. But uh, she's done a few small movies um, from here, but nothing really worth it. But that is actually a woman, uh, even though in this movie she <clears throat> has balls. But uh, let's play the little speech she comes out and gives. And uh, let's remember this is a very manly, giant woman. All right, knock it off, Buffy. 
Now, as you've all heard, there is a kill in our town, and the police have asked us to give you the following safety tips. Stay in well-lit areas. Do not travel alone whenever possible. Always wipe front to back. And remember, never ever believe someone when they tell you that shaving your pubic hair will rid you of crab infestation. Now, I understand this is a difficult time for you young ladies. So if anyone needs to come to my office to talk, I'm here for you. And yes, Weevil says that his scary movie's own Nicole Bass. He's right. She's, um, yeah, she's about, uh, she's about Nicole Bass. Um, next scene they show is her in her office. She's sniffing underwear, women's underwear in her office. And, um, it's a little weird, obviously, but, um, she gives a little talk to Cindy in this uh, little scene here. Um, ah, hell. We'll go ahead and play the scene. Let me get right to the right part. Here we go. Nothing. What can I do for you, Cindy? I need to talk. See, I have this problem, and I don't know who to tell. Not feeling so fresh? Hmm? Feminine odor and itching got you down? Oh, no. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> then what is it? I have a terrible secret. Well, Cindy, we all have our little secrets. As she says that, a... you see a set of balls fall out between her legs. <laughs> Um, well, well, Boxy's kind of ballsy. She she is a ballsy woman. Um, yeah, we'll just put it at that. Let's finish up this scene though. But uh, just know her balls are out and um, kind of weird. Here you go. Sometimes we do things we're not so proud of. Some for money. Others to gain the athletic edge on the competition. Sometimes those secrets come back to haunt us. Ah! You know what I mean? Yes, I do, uh, Miss Man. <laughs> Thanks for both. I mean, all your help. I have to go to class. Anytime, dear. There you go. So, uh, Miss Man, who we did find out was actually a woman in this part, um... I hate to say, when I first saw this movie, I wasn't sure if that was actually a man or a woman. So, you were confused about how to feel? I was. Um, uh, not really, because she's not very attractive. But, uh, yeah, wasn't sure if it was just a man or a woman. I wasn't sure what, because they really made her, obviously, super manly. Um, but she's yeah, obviously... So, I'll a, be honest, I got early China vibes from her little bit she had the, the 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 china got the voice but not as much of the voice china still had a little a little woman left in her voice you know what i mean 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just talking about in terms of like facially mm-hmm. with the jaw before she got the uh, reconstruction surgery. And yeah. Like facially, obviously, you could always tell she was a woman. She was just a jack woman. Well, it's because China also had friggin' double D tits sticking out most of the time. Um, but anyway, we get to the next scene. This is where Shannon Elizabeth uh, gets gets hers. And um, she plays the bitchy role. This is sort of a long scene, but I want to—I'll I'll play it, maybe pause it a couple times. But uh, let's play this. Hello. Ah, now Anthony. I talked yes. about how we were going to get into The Shining one night. Actually, right before, let me go over a little bit here. Right before, a few seconds before that part, you actually hear uh, a little voice say, Red Rum. So, give me a second here and I'll actually play that and you'll hear the Red Rum, which obviously is a reference from The Shining. And, uh... Give me a couple seconds here, and I will play that. Here we go. We'll play it from right here. Ah, hear it? Hello? Yeah. Somebody there? Hello? Very funny. Who put you up to this, Cindy? Lose the cape, it's way too 90s horror. Oh, so what movie is this from? Die, cheerleader, die! Wanna play psycho killer? Can I be the helpless cheerleader? Oh, oh so is this where I'm supposed to beg for my life? Please, Mr. Killer, don't kill me! I'd want to kill the bitch too. <laughs> yeah. See, see, see. Look, see, I, I'm silent right now, box, because I'm the black guy on the show, and OJ. We're just getting off of that, so I had to say silent on that part. We just get off of that. that. Was years ago. <laughs> He's just getting out. <laughs> but, 
He's finally getting yeah, out. Yeah, uh, no. After, after <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth's character, Buffy, is finally gone, uh, we go to another scene where a teacher is actually standing up on the top of the ledge about to jump. Everyone else down is trying to talk him down from jumping. Um, and Cindy and her whole crew that's still alive come out. They're a little freaked out, so they're screaming and yelling. And um, as she's screaming, the uh, she she actually ends up screaming, you know, what are you waiting for? And the teacher does end up jumping. Um, he dies. And they're like, oops. But, um, after that, we do go to another scene where Ray shows his questionability again by role-playing with Brenda, actually making her dress up as a football player and calling her Brandon. <laughs> Which, I'm not even going to play this scene because it's just too, too much. It's too visual also. But uh, we go through that scene and we get to the scene where Sherry O'Terry is, uh, you know what, she'll tell you where she is. This is a big uh, Blair Witch Project reference, this whole scene right here. But she is at Lover's Lane and I'll let her, uh, I'll let Sherry tell you the rest. I'm here at Lover's Lookout. It's dark, it's in the middle of nowhere, Lookout, and right. it's where hormone-driven teens love to come and fool around. So very likely, we're about to see someone get killed. Okay, sure enough, there's a girl in that car, blouse unbuttoned, all alone. Let's see if she'll have a word with us. Hi, Gail Hailstorm, author of the new book, You're Next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can you tell us your name? Well, my name's Heather. My... Heather, can you tell us what you're doing out here? All... This Heather is the same Heather from the annoying scenes and the one who, you know, did her oral report. And uh, just wanted to let you know that. Here we go. All alone? Well, yeah, sure. My boyfriend and I were just, like, making out, and then we mm -hmm. heard a noise out there, so we went to go check it. Mm -hmm. But, well, that was, like, ten minutes ago or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Heather, has it crossed your little mind that your boyfriend was probably murdered and you're about to be slaughtered next? Really? <laughs> no way! Way. Heather, good luck! Thanks, Gail, you're the best! I know! Ah! Oh, God, I thought the ah! reference she's running through the woods the camera kind of goes a little a little grainy and uh she's running through and uh i i just wanted to reference that before i finish the scene and we'll go ahead and go from there Kenny, I am so sorry. The 
There you go. And now she's dripping snot during this whole part also. Uh, now we go to the scene at the movies. Um, Brenda. Yeah. Anthony, do you want to talk a little bit about this part? Oh, <laughs> uh, you mean the, the blatant stereotyping? Uh, I mean, Fox, I'm yeah. sure you've been yeah. in many movies. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm curious, Box. Have you been in theaters where you just wanted to choke the shit out of somebody? Somebody uh, that looked like me or maybe Brenda in this scene. Actually, I did haven't. They, did, 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 <laughs> Believe it or not, I haven't, to be I'm honest sorry, with Box, you. I mean, cut you off. No, uh, you I haven't? really, I've never, 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 never been. Had this problem, if you Because you're a gun owner. Because you're a gun owner. That might be why. That might be why. That could be a, a very good reason. Um, now, while they're at the movies, when they're showing this uh, little movie, um, I do want to read to you, if you're actually watching what it says, uh, give me a second and I'll actually sh tell you what it says. For some reason, my whole... Okay. It says, the following preview has been ass-proved. For immature audiences only. If you can read this, you are too close. PP poopy boogers farts butthole. Rated I for immature. And underneath the rating it says, We thought it would be funny to put this here. Kiss our asses and take it off pause. <laughs> Obviously they knew people would be like, Does that say pee pee poopy boogers? And they were like, and they paused it, and they were right. I'm actually pausing it right now on that part. But yeah, that's what the actual thing right before the movie says. You know, obviously, usually it comes up with you know rated this and all the uh, disclaimers. But uh, that's what they decided to do. Keenan Ivory Wayans makes a little uh, cameo here in the movie preview for. Um, forget the name of the movie Amistad something um but it's a slave movie figures you would say that about <laughs> I'm trying to I'm give me a second I'll actually get the name for you I'm actually waiting for the scene to end um or the the little commercial to end Amistad 2 and that's all they said uh it's a slave movie Amistad 2 yep Amistad 2 we leaving them on a the boat leaving them on the boat god damn it but um <laughs> Ray gets up to use the bathroom. Uh, Brenda is talking all kinds of shit in the theater, but uh, Ray goes into the bathroom, and um, as he's in the bathroom, he hears some noises, and he gets a dick through the ear. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else I need to say. But he gets a dick directly through his ear. Uh, you actually see it come out the other side. It's kind of gross. And the squishy part is even worse. But, uh, yeah. So you think Ray is dead uh, in this part. But, you know, obviously we find out a little different in this part. But um, then we go back into the movie theater where Brenda is. And I'm going to go ahead and play some of it. Let's get an idea of what Brenda's like in a movie theater. She's eating chicken and 
licking her face. Here we go. here now obviously she's in there and it's not ray beside her it is the killer that came and sat beside her um i want to point out something that i didn't even see mentioned in a few things but the knife he pulls out here is actually a the exact survival knife from rambo i noticed this i don't know why no one else did but he actually, the knife he pulls out right here, the killer, is a survival knife. And it is the Rambo survival knife. But, I don't know. I'm kind of a geek, and I have two survival knives. But anyway, I guess that's here and over there. But, um, yeah, she she's now taking the phone call, and uh, she's watching Shake a Spear in Love. And here we go. Uh-huh, shake a spin, love. Uh-huh. Oh, you lying. For Christ's sake, will you just shut your trap? Please. Shut up. Hold on. I don't know why y'all is acting like this. My girlfriend already seen the movie. She said they don't even stay together in the end. Give me that. Right Oh, you sit down. Oh, shut up. Oh. Your ass is grass. Everyone ends up stabbing her. The killer actually never lays a hand on her. Never stabs her once. The whole movie theater stabs her for all the movies she's been talking at. And she's gone. And everyone quietly kicks back and watches the movie now. Uh, Honestly, I think the the greatest success of this movie was... Black people lasting this long in a movie, a horror movie, quote unquote. Well, of course it was. That's it was by a bunch of black dudes. <laughs> All eighty-seven Waynes. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we're almost actually through this movie. Believe it or not, we got like we got only like four or five more scenes to play. Um, finally, Bobby ends up going to remember. Cindy was having a party at her house that she didn't know about, but she is now having a party. And she is drunk off her ass. Uh, One scene that even shows her doing a beer bong. I miss those. You ever done a beer bong, Anthony? No, but I've done beer pong many times. Uh, But you've never done a beer bong? You've never done uh, that before? Nah. Really? How is it? Is it, is it, is it a good experience? I'm, uh, I got good at it. Uh, basically, you take a tube, you put it in a funnel, and you pour a beer in there. And it fucking hits you fast, man. I was like... Oh, I definitely know what it is. Oh. Like, oh, I was like... a thing for you? Yeah, I was like record holder with my, my friends. I could put one down, dude. I could so do you it. You were the Frank the Tank of the group, huh? I was the I was the Frank the Tank of the group. Um, as skinny as I am, I could put him away, man. I really could. But uh, she couldn't hold her liquor You're tall, very well. So that gotta I, yeah, I think that might have had something to do with it. I was always tall, and I was always. I wasn't uh, until we, you know, we would eventually sit down and play poker or spades or hearts or something. But most of the time, I was always up moving and walking, and we were doing something. So that has a lot to do with it too. But uh, you know, there were nights we would sit there and just, you know, play cards all night, drink two or three fucking cases, and. You know, we would switch up between, like I said, poker, spades, hearts, whatever anybody wanted to play. We would just go through all the fucking games. Good times, man. Good times. And we would just sit there with beer bongs. We would literally get a keg and put it under the table and just all sit there and fucking drink our asses off. Those are good times, bro. Good fucking times. I miss the days. But uh, anyway, Cindy is drunk off her ass. Uh, Remember we said Bobby's a little sexually frustrated. Cindy's the virgin character in this movie. Until we get to uh, this little part where Cindy drunkenly drags Bobby upstairs. And uh, I'm going to play a little bit of this too. (laughs) Here we are. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if you're not ready, I'll understand. Bobby, I am ready. You are? Yeah. I can't keep fighting these urges. I have to just give in to them. And let them flow. Right. Bobby, I have been so selfish. This is like a scene from a movie or something. Only it isn't a movie, Bobby. This is real life. It's all a movie, baby. 
There's a sound guy, there's a script supervisor. How you doing, baby? Bobby! What? <laughs> what I mean hmm. is that in real life, you have to enjoy each moment. <laughs> All right. There you go. He obviously, you know, kind of uh, makes light that it is a movie. Sort of like, uh, sort of broke kayfabe. Huh, Anthony? Definitely. Yeah. A little, little, little break in kayfabe there. Um, then they do start making out. Uh, one scene, their tongues get tied together. It's the weirdest little scene. It's very fake. But um, then we get another, there's another little reference to uh, the sixth sense in here where uh, Shorty's sitting there talking to one of his friends and he says the, probably the most quotable line from the movie, The Sixth Sense, but he changes it a little bit. Uh, I can play a little bit of that. Here we go. Can I tell you a secret? Sure, man. I see dead people. Man, this <laughs> shit is awesome. Yo, son, you gotta roll some more. That shit outside. Don't have any more papers, man. Don't have any more papers. Oh, man. They're obviously getting high, and uh, they're looking for something to turn into a bong. They turned the fish tank into a bong fucking awesome i wish i could i wish i had thought of that yes i really do i really do but uh you know we get a few scenes they've even got the uh the killer walks in and he's even getting high as fuck uh, the scream mask even turns a little bit stone, but uh, let's jump back to Cindy and Bobby because they're they're about to get it on. Uh, Cindy is kissing Bobby's stomach, and Bobby is literally trying to force her head down to blow him. Uh, it's it's actually a funny scene. He's literally like fighting her uh, to do it, but. Uh, you know, he finally gets her to do it. He says, you know, just suck on it like a like a Tootsie Pop. And she bites him because, you know, she likes the center of the Tootsie Pop. Ugh. You ever had a chick do that, Anthony? Just accidentally bite? Ever? Yeah, not accidentally. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... I had a chick do this once and I like accident I freaked and I accidentally threw her on the ground. Um I was pretty uh Did you did, so you Bruce I sort of Bruce Leader. Um I didn't even know I did it, but yeah, yeah. This is where, you know, Bobby decides to go down on her and this is where he sees that she has a bush I mean a bush enough to where he takes hedge clippers to it. Bats even fly out, god damn it. But uh yeah, there's a scene where, you know, he takes hedge clippers to her uh her vodge and uh you know, it's kind of a 
weird scene, but makes the parody movie just fucking, you know, more funny. He's, uh, you know, he puts on safety goggles and then starts hedge clipping that shit down, and then he goes down in it. Uh, and it's still choking a little bit. But um, this is also where we get the scene where he ends up... He ends up coming so damn hard, he sticks her to the wall uh, in the scene. You know what? Uh, but right before that scene, this is where, uh, again, I said the screen mask changed. The screen mask changed again. He looks stoned as fuck, and they're talking. And he's making jokes with all these guys. Here you go. Let's play some of the jokes here. Fucking stone. Yeah. Hey, hey, you guys hear that? Hello? What's your favorite scary movie? I'm gonna gut you like a fish. So they're all sitting there having fun, uh, and Bobby is uh, getting laid finally, but uh, Anna Ferris freaks out just a little bit. Uh, I guess give me a second here. We'll play a little bit of that scene too. What the hell? Right after they, uh, right after they do this, but uh, yeah. And again, you'll hear it. He comes so much, he just looks emaciated afterwards. Just. Sticks her to the top of a wall. Here we go. Yeah! What's my name, Bobby? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, what's hey. my name, bitch? Oh, God, it's Cindy. Whose is it, Bobby? Whose is it, Bobby? It's yours. <laughs> oh. There you go. Uh, then we get into the scene where we got uh, the Wayans. Uh, <clears throat> we got Marlon Wayans sitting there, and they're all sitting there kind of doing some freestyle rapping, and I'm definitely playing that scene. Here we go. Come on. There you go. All right. Test, cause I'll make you undress like porn dancers waiting at the front door for an answer. Hey yo, I'm sick of artificial MCs like silicone titties. Hey yo, check it, yo, fuck a cheap bong. I wanna smoke a cheech and charm. And if I wanna fuck long, I let my ding along hit the bong. And then it's on. Always pass the dutchie to the left because the right way is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got one, I got one, I got one, here it is, right? I'm gonna slash and gash, cut another hole in your ass. I spill blood on the walls, then play tennis with your balls. If the phone rings, don't answer the call. You're gonna slit your throat, fuck you like a ghost, peel your foreskin off, and make a winner coat. Peace. Yo. That was the illest rhyme I ever seen, Sarah! Now, as he did that, everyone of Shorty's friends dies 
as the uh, killer is rapping, he is slinging the hooks and killing everybody. (coughs) Now, this is pretty close to the end of the movie. Uh, Bobby is upstairs talking to Cindy a little bit. Um, You know, they're kind of uh, just talking. Nothing big. But uh, right after that, after their little talking thing, uh, the killer is actually up in the room with them. Bobby pretends to be stabbed, and um, as he's fighting them off, and as they go downstairs, we see Bobby's completely in on it. Uh, and of course, I will play that scene too. No way for me! There's a killer in the house. There's ass, blood, and guts everywhere. Someone done going crazy, son. We all go a little crazy sometimes. Bobby, no! Oh, yes, son! Now, I mentioned we were going to hear a psycho reference. That was obviously the Norman Bates psycho reference right there. We all go a little crazy sometimes. There it was. I said I would mention it, and I have. Um... He does end up, Bobby ends up uh, shooting Shorty, and uh, we'll play a little bit more. Oh, my God. Hit me. They shot me in the lungs. You want to hit this shit? Ketchup. Just like my mom puts on her spaghetti, baby. Oh my God, Ray, you gotta help me. Bobby's gone crazy. Surprise. Surprise, Cindy. Why are you doing this, Bobby? What? I. You hear that, Ray? I think she wants a motive. Did Scream have a plot? No. <laughs> did I know you did last summer make any sense? Don't think so. And what about the sequel? Huh? What the hell is with that fat white you're making? Oh, kid? I want to kill I that motherfucker, man. It's bad casting, Bobby. How about this for a motive? Lack of sex. It can cause serious deviant behavior. I thought you loved me. Oh, I did, baby. I did. But absence so you can discover new things about yourself. That's right, Cindy. I'm gay. And in case you haven't noticed, so is Ray. <laughs> what? I. Okay, so here we find out. I'm gay. Ray is not gay. Uh, just questionable, like Anthony said. <laughs> there you go. Questionable, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just questionable. Um,. I'll go ahead. I might as well finish up this scene because there's not much left to it. So here we go. A little bit more. So they play good music. What about our trip to San Francisco then? I wanted to go shopping. But you, you made love to me. No, ho, ho. first of all, you suck my... Whatever, Ray. Okay, I don't want to talk about this now. The point is, Cindy, and I'm a new man, and I'm ready to leave all this behind and start a new life. So you kill all your friends? Oh, no. 
I may be shorty, but that wasn't planned or anything. But here's the genius part. We're copycatting a serial killer that already exists. It's the perfect crime, Cindy. But wait! There's more! Hang on to your seat, baby! Cause this one's a screamer! I'll be back. Uh-oh. Alright, they bring out her dad. I'm not gonna play made it much bad. They've had bring out her dad. They've had him uh tied up in the closet and um Ray sort of makes innuendos that he's been fucking him. But, you know, Ray's not gay. So whatever. Uh now they figure out they're gonna stab each other. That's what uh, that's what they're going to work out doing um, in order to get away with this. Basically, they're going to stab each other, kill Cindy, and say that they're they were you know survivors of the crazy killer. Uh, I'll play a little bit of this too, and then uh, we got one scene after this. Ready? All right, wait, wait. wait. You ready? All right, let's do it. All right, ready? Come on, ready. come on. No, 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 you remember what we talked about? I know, man. Just How many times are you going to go over this? All right. I know, okay? okay. Stop. All right. Just, all right? All right. I'm ready. Trust me, okay? Ready. I got this shit. Ready? Come on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm about to I cut your throat, throat, boy. Okay. Stop acting like a little girl. Come on. Come on. You're right, you're right. Come on. You're right. You ready? All right. Yeah, come on, man. You guys are psychos. You've seen one too many TV shows. No. Watching television shows doesn't create psycho killers. Canceling TV shows done. Oh, the Wayne Brothers was a good show, man. It was a good ass show, and we didn't even get a final episode. Dingy, dingy, I'm feeling a little woozy here. Fuck yeah. There you go. Wayne's Brothers. He's pissed. He starts stabbing Bobby. Um, decides, fuck no, ain't nobody stabbing me. But right when he says that, the killer stands up behind him. But uh, we can go ahead. Uh, Anthony, the Wayne's Brothers show. Did you ever watch? Hell yeah. Really? This probably, this came out 2000. Of course, I'm a black guy. Of course I'll watch a black show. Well, no, but anyway, uh, we should point out this came out in 2000, and this was a year after the show was unceremoniously and unfairly canceled. Hmm. I'm not even mad that it got canceled. I'm mad that it did not get a final episode. Obviously. It bothered me for a little while back in the day, because I was a big yeah, obviously uh, he was too. But uh, he did get killed. He falls down. This is where we um, this is where we get the Matrix references in the movie. Uh, Anna Faris ends up fighting the killer. And they do a ton of Matrix scenes. She floats in the air at one point. Um, you know, she gets up, stops him from stabbing her. Now, at one point in the movie, I did say I would also mention where the Beetlejuice reference was. Um, he looks up at her. She's still in the air, and she's dancing up in the air while she's, uh, you know, just sort of doing that. That's a Beetlejuice reference to the end of the movie where, um, you know, at the end of the movie, they, they, they take her in the air, and she's singing to the... Uh, uh, this is the, the salsa music, not salsa music, whatever that music is. God damn it. The Harry Belafonte kind of music. God damn it. That's what she's doing. That's the Beetlejuice reference in the movie. But, uh, she ends up kicking him out the window and the cops are arriving right as they're doing it. 
And, uh, but by the time she gets outside, the killer is gone. And once again, they take her in and, uh, see what's going on. And, uh, she figures out it's Doofy. And they go after Doofy, um, because remember, remember Doofy did have a crush on Cindy, but uh, Doofy does walk out, and right when they figure out it's him, they show Doofy walking out, and they show the limp go away. He rips off the fake mustache, and he is a bad motherfucker. And that's pretty fucking cool. Calypso music. Thank you, Weebs. Weebs knocked it out for me. Um, but yeah, they do figure out the whole time that it is Doofy. And uh, Doofy, the dumb motherfucker, ends up being your killer in this movie. Um, and uh, that's it. That's really the... That's mostly the movie right there. There's a little... Right after the end of the movie, there's a little part that uh, comes up right after Anna Ferris gets hit by the car... And uh, it'll be the last scene I play for you guys real quick. And I'll go ahead and do that. And it's by Shorty. And here you go. Ah, shit, son. Yo, what the deal? Yo, y'all watching this tape right now? That means I didn't make it. Either I'm a prisoner or worse, dead. But either way it goes, I'm going to tell y'all the rules to survive this situation. Rule number one, got to be quick. Rule number two. Don't fall down. <laughs> and rule number three, whatever you do, never look back. Y'all wish me luck. Snatch and run, y'all! Go back here, you motherfucker, you son of a bitch! Y'all want trauma, wanna make a scary movie? There we go. And that, uh... <clears throat> that's pretty much the movie, Anthony. That is the movie, man. What yeah, do you think? Very good movie. I'm actually glad. Very good movie. I think so too, man. I, I really, like I said, this probably is their most successful of uh, all their movies. Definitely the most successful franchise movies they did. Um, Don't get your fucking shine box. Oops, didn't mean to hit that yet. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, probably the most successful of their movies. Definitely their most successful franchise. Um, I don't know, man. I really thought these were these were funny ass movies, man. They really were. Like I said, I only saw one and two. Uh, I don't think I saw the last three of these, but this one movie was. I mean, people were saying quotes to this movie forever, forever. You know, even if you didn't know what the Budweiser commercials were, what the was that, you knew it was from Scary Movie. You know, one way or another, you knew what oh, that was. Good. That's it. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those movies that, for all of the uh, puns, the jokes, the goofiness of it, I actually it actually had a solid plot behind it. If you really kind of sit and really observe it and watch it. Well, I mean, it sort of stole the plot from two movies, but it was still a, you know, really good story. It was funny. It was a, a good parody. 
And I don't know, man. It was just a just a really fucking good movie. Um, let's see a few of these here. Uh, the original script actually featured a cameo role from Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Cindy would discover her hiding in a closet, and uh, as she was being chased upstairs, um, Jared Jared Leto was actually offered to play Bobby too. Um, he actually ended up starring in the scary movie. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, he ended up starring in um, Rakim for a Dream is what he declined to movie the do. But uh, let's see, a few more of these that we didn't mention. Scary Movie was actually the working title of Scream before it actually changed to the name of Scream. So, a little weird thing in this movie. We mentioned Aaliyah. And uh, we mentioned Elisa Silverstone was offered the role. The name of the high school, B.A. Corpse High School. Always a funny little thing. And that's pretty much most of the things that we didn't mention. Everything else was was sort of mentioned. Drew Decker, who was played by... um, uh, uh, Carmen Electra, they were referencing uh, Drew Barrymore in that movie who was actually killed off in the opening sequence of Scream in 1996. So that's who they were referencing with her by calling her Drew. Lil' Kim was also another one that was uh, considered for the role of Brenda Meeks. And, uh, that would that's... have been interesting. Yeah, definitely. And that's... Uh... That's pretty much it, man. I don't think I have anything else in this movie, to be honest with you. What about you? You got anything, Anthony? You were a little bit late? Uh, No, overall, it's one of my favorites. I I, I thought, personally, I don't know if you'll agree, I thought 2 was a little bit more funnier. It had had more of a unique plot to it, even though, once again, it deals still from uh, other horror movies. But Mm. uh, overall, I would say first two are must-see, must-watch material. Once the uh, Wayne sold the rights to the uh, Naked Gun people, I just feel like it just it just lost something. It just kind of like it got. I can't really explain it. It just it got it went too far left. The a lot of the humor it just. I don't know well, if you when... if you ever get a chance watch the uh, other three because I really like to get your opinion on those and see if you can kind of like see what I'm talking about in terms of the differences from the All Wayne's right. era to like I said the Naked Gun era All of right. the uh, franchise. I will, and usually that happens. Franchises sell, and you know they just don't have the. It, it, it's the people. I mean, there's a reason movies are successful. Uh, you know, especially you know for one and one. There's a reason you know, especially the first movie is successful. It's the people who wrote it, involved with it. Once they change, man, it's never the same. Never the same. Like you know, we we did Animal House, and we we even went through the the list. Once they sold the National Lampoons to a you know a conglomerate, they were never the same, never the same. So, anyway, man, I guess we can uh we can get out of here. What do you think? Yeah, we can wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up, man. Uh, on that note, thanks everybody for joining us for Scary Movie. Hope everybody has a great 
Halloween coming up on Tuesday. Uh, don't forget to check out me and Shaheen. The next night will be on Wednesday night. Mixer.com slash THT podcast. Uh, do not forget to subscribe to the THT network. You will get this show. You will get the Wednesday show. You will get the Rain Man of Wrestling with uh, Anthony right over here and Doug. And you will get um, the Wednesday show, of course. You'll always get that. Subscribe to that if you want all four shows. If you uh, just want me and Anthony, Mixer, uh, subscribe to me and Anthony on uh, THD Movie Review, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, TuneIn Radio, anywhere you can hear podcasts. And always find us, Mixler.com slash THT Podcast. That's it. Thanks, Anthony. And uh, I'll Thank probably you. I'll probably talk to you Wednesday, bro. And on that note, Guaranteed. there you go. On that note, once again, go home and get your fucking shine box. Later, y'all. <laughs>